Hey guys, and welcome to another episode of Krimas and Henny, and I'm E. First off, happy Krimas Day, okay? Happy Krimas Day. All right, it's not Krimas Day, but it should be. Every day is Krimas Day. Any day that you wake up, you should start your day. People say you should start your day with some tea, start your day with some Krimas. Get everything started and if Klimas isn't hitting it for you, you might need some Henny by the end of the day, depending on how it goes. Hope everyone had an amazing weekend. I did. I got to catch up with some old friends, went for dinner, had a happy hour, one of our friends' birthday, had a great time, hung out with people that I haven't had a chance to hang out with in a while and let loose. So that's always a bonus. It was nice. Um... Yeah, a lot of things has happened within the week. A lot of like crazy things, some funny, some things was just like mind boggling. But let's first off get into some of the things that just came across my timeline um, this week that I just thought was super interesting. So first thing that I wanted to point out is, I don't know if you guys heard that, um, and it's weird that I'm even saying this because I don't even listen to his music. But the Breakfast Club interview with Takashi Six Nine. Um, I think the only song that I honestly know of him is that Fifi song, and that's probably as far as it goes. Not like I just can't keep up with all the type new people that's coming out and all the new music and stuff. But one thing I do know is he likes to go on Instagram. He's always trolling people, always starting with people. And at one point, he was getting on my last nerves. Like, I just could not stand him. Anytime I saw him, I was just annoyed. I'm like, this kid, the way he talks is annoying. Everything about him was annoying to me. But the more he does interviews, the more I'm like, you know what? He's kind of growing on me. Like, he's not that bad. I'm actually kind of okay with this kid. And so I tuned into the Breakfast Club interview and I listened to the whole thing and some parts just had me laughing like this kid is nuts. He's out there. And then other points, I was like, you know what? Like he's actually not that bad. Like I get what he's saying. I kind of get it. And then like, boom, I hear he got arrested, which was odd because it's like the whole interview, the theme that I got from it is can't nobody touch me. Can't nobody touch me. I can't be touched. I can't be touched. Although he did say two things he fears is God and the feds. And boy, did the feds come for you. So either they heard the interview and they felt some way and was like, oh, you over here taunting us. I can't be touched. And so they touched him. So I'm hearing it's something serious. I heard he got hit with some Rico charges. And once that's involved, don't call nobody. This is not state. This is the feds. Don't call no one. No one wants to hear from you. No one wants you to call them. No one wants any parts. So it's just going to be crazy to see how everyone distances themselves from him. Um, I mean, you could say, but so many times that you can't be touched and you say that you move the way you move. People can't. Well, the feds touched you and they was watching the way you was moving. And I don't know if it's him that did anything directly or the people he's involved with. But. Either way, it just was a little bit crazy. And when I saw that, I was like, I was just starting to like that kid. So I don't know. It was a little odd for me. Another thing, and I don't know if you guys watch 90 Day Fiance. I am like, so I I don't watch religiously. 
I'll watch one season, not watch for three, watch one season. This one season caught my attention only because of the guy from Jamaica and the previews were hilarious. So I said to myself, I'm tuning in, I'm going to watch this kid. And I kind of started finding the whole cast funny. Everything about them was funny. Um, It's just crazy to me that people can be so blinded. Now, I don't know if it is appropriate to say that they're both using each other. Because to me, I'm like, there's no way that you can't tell that they're not checking for you. There's no way. Like, to me, it's kind of like if someone goes on a date with you, they don't talk to you. They don't make eye contact. They keep looking at their phones. That's body language. And that body language is telling me, you don't want me here. You want to go. I get it. Go. Like, you know, pick up on stuff like that. But I don't know, for some reason, like, some people just don't get those things. And so it's like when I'm watching the show, I'm cringing. I'm cringing because I'm watching, like, one person will be like, oh, yeah, yeah, I love you. Can't wait to see you. And the other person's just like, so whatever. They're like, okay. Like, Larissa, there's no way, no way Colt feels that she's in love with him. Her body language says it all. She's constantly complaining. And granted, cameras are only going to pick up the juicy parts, but she seems like she has an issue with everything. It does not seem like she wants to be here with you. Now, I can't really say whose relationship is real. Um, Some of the stuff looks like it's, and I can't remember the couple's name, Um, the girl that's from, uh, I don't know, her family's wealthy and she's coming to America to be with this one guy. And for me, she's risking it all. His father even offered money to him like, yo, I'm going to give you some money because you're not having my daughter living in this little dump. But he's like, no. So to me, I don't know their story yet. I don't see what it what's in it for her to come to America other than him. Like, it seems like she's here for him and him only. Um, and she's threatened plenty of times to go back. So it doesn't seem like she has an issue for her to go back. But it's just Larissa and Cole are just the most cringe worthy couple just watching them because it doesn't seem like they want to like she does not seem like she wants to be there she's not interested in him at all and it seems like she thinks he's gross but whatever um and then I believe it's Jay he's supposed to be I don't I don't really remember his name but Jay he's the boyfriend yeah his name is um Jay that's the guy from Jamaica and I, I forgot the girl that he's like supposed to be with but he's just being all types of messy because he goes into a barbershop and is openly saying like if my only way to come to America if I could have come to America without marrying her I wouldn't marry her so to me I'm just like girl I know you at home watching this episode the same way I'm watching this episode so if I heard that and I saw that you heard that and you saw that so take that how you want to take it to me he's not checking for you boo like he like he's not he's only here for one thing and that's to be in America and once he gets that and he's also like oh um he got to be married to her for two years after the two years he's good to go I don't know how else you want to take that that's just sounds hella messy to me but that has just been my um it's just, it's good to watch. I think it comes on TLC. I usually catch it on demand because 
I don't stay up for that stuff, but it it's a good show. I promise y'all this season looks like it's good. So y'all should definitely tune into it. Um, I think one of the girls even got arrested for putting hands on her man, Larissa. She got arrested for putting hands on her man and he eventually went through with the marriage with her like an idiot. So I don't know. He's just missing those cues and he's not getting the picture. So either he is, and that's what I'm saying. If it's a situation where they're both using each other she's using him for money in america and he's using her for her looks i don't see the problem because people are so quick to say she's a gold digger she's a gold digger but people aren't looking at what is he getting out of it because without his money and bringing her to america he could not get a girl that looks like that in america so yeah you paid for a wife and y'all both using each other and as long as you both are mutually understanding that you're using each other honestly it's none of my business and it's no one else's business now if he's like you know thinking that it's something else then okay but it's very clear there's no way he does not see that this woman does not want to be with him like just the things that she says to him the way she looks at him she like even he proposed to her and she gives him a hug like it doesn't even seem like she wants to be touched by him so that is it's a good show. Y'all should definitely check it out. And then I'm also happy because my guilty pleasure, Housewives of Atlanta. Um, it's just interesting because Candy seems to know everybody in Atlanta. Like, I feel like Candy's one of those people. You can't tell her who you with. You can't tell who you dating. Like, as busy as she is, she got time to know what everyone is doing. Like, how do you know who Porsche is dating? Like, it's just crazy to me that she just be her air be so close to the streets, but at the same time, she's in the books making her money. So it's just funny. She knows that por- who Portia's man is. And Bravo, y'all so messy. Y'all got the girl and her mom crying about how they so happy for her and the guy that she's with. And then y'all doing the split screen with Candy and her friends, like bad mouth him like, oh, he likes to cook. He likes to buy Rolexes. He also likes to um, get tattoos at the same time that this girl is saying the exact same thing to her mom. And it's gotten to a point where, well, as we can see now that the show is over and they finished filming she's pregnant by this guy and I'm pretty sure he proposed to her so it's not like she could back out from this now I mean she's kind of all the way in so it's a little funny and interesting to see um how it's gonna play out and if she ends up staying with this man or if it's gonna be a situation where she like ends up leaving and she becomes you know single mom raising the kid on her own who knows um another thing not tv wise but and don't judge me every time i'm on instagram i'm sick and tired of these celebs promoting fashion nova and the reason why and i'll tell you this i don't have a problem with fashion nova but this is my issue you ever i fell once for purchasing something off of somebody promoting it on Instagram and I and the funny thing is I always said I would never do this but this girl kept promoting and it wasn't just this one girl a bunch of people on Instagram celebs and non-celebs were like posting this company for shoes and I know like if you're buying shoes for like $30 expect $30 quality but I looked at the shoes and I was like oh these actually look decent like you know they're flats like 
I'm not looking for hills. I'm not looking for nothing to be leaning sideways on me. These are flats. How bad can it be? I needed a pair of flats for work. I thought, okay, everyone keeps promoting this company. It can't be that bad. I go on the website. The website looks legit enough. The stuff looks decent. I Google reviews from the website just to see like if it's one of those scammy things where they're going to send me like a pair of Barbie shoes or something. And I go ahead and I ordered the shoes. The shoes came. Okay, so that's one good thing. Shoes actually showed up to my front door. So I got what I actually paid for. But the quality was just, it was just disgusting. Like it looked it did not even, I don't know what these people was wearing on their websites. I don't know if they give them special shoes to promote, but what actually gets sent to consumers is something completely different because it wasn't nice. The quality looked really bad. It looked super cheap. It just looks like after two, three wears, it would have just, the seams in the shoe would have gave way and I would have just been done. So I was a little nervous about you know, purchasing anything going forward from any of these websites. So I stayed away. But then I keep seeing people promoting Fashion Nova, Fashion Nova, celebs are doing it. It's gotten to a point where it's out of hand. Like You got like Fashion Nova men, it's everywhere. Fashion Nova, I don't know, but they seem to be handing out contracts to everyone. So here I go. I'm going on vacation. I needed something, you know, lightweight, cheap, Honestly, after vacation, I didn't plan on keeping the clothes anyway. I just needed something simple. I didn't buy, well, I didn't go anywhere really this summer. So I didn't really purchase any new summer clothes. I gained a little bit of weight. So my old summer clothes did not fit me anymore. I go ahead and I ordered from Fashion Nova. Shockingly, I'm sitting there and I'm like reviewing. I'm looking at what everyone else has to say about the clothes. Just so I have an idea of whether or not I want to move forward with this purchase. I finally decided on four items that I thought were going to be the most simple, nothing extravagant. It was just like real simple stuff. Nothing amazing about it. Like a top and some pants or a top and some shorts, a t-shirt and shorts, something like that. And I placed my order and it's legit told me four to six weeks. So already then I was done. I was like four to six weeks. And after I placed my order, I was super pissed to find out that it also told me that you can't get a refund. You can only get store credit. So now I'm stuck with Fashion Nova. If I don't like my clothes, I'm stuck with this store credit unless I sell it on eBay or something, my store credit. So I was like, damn, I wish I saw this beforehand because I definitely would not have went ahead and moved forward with the payment if, you know, this is what was going to happen. So I go ahead and place my order. Order comes. And it so first thing, okay, my first review, it did not take four to six weeks. It came a lot quicker. I do believe I paid for shipping. And for four items, I think my total came up to $70. So super cheap because typically a shirt for me is about $70. That's how much I probably spend on one shirt. Four outfits, $70. So, okay, the outfits come, I come in, I try them on. First outfit, the sizings were totally off, totally off. And it just did not fit. If I bent over, you were seeing my kitty. That's how bad it was. So already I'm like, damn it. Now I'm stuck with this or I got to return it. And you got to pay to return back to them as well. And they're telling you to put insurance because packages get lost. Get out of here. That dress alone was like $12. So what am I paying 
anyway, so that did not fit. The other outfit fit, but I felt like I was in a club. Like it just was too hoochie. I didn't like it. My breast was out. My booty was out. Everything was out. It was just not appropriate. So I'm like, "Mm," pushing this to the side, not wearing this. And then, and this is the one that I do recommend. There is a set called the Netflix and chill set on Fashion Nova. And I actually went ahead and I tried it on and it was decent. Like It fit. Now, my only drawback to this one outfit, which I'm still going to keep anyway. First off, it was 20 bucks for a T, a, what is it? Uh, a crop top and some pants. So the first drawback is no way you could wear underwear with this. It is see-through. You can attempt to do a thong with it, but the lining is still going to show. That's how thin the material is. So that's how they keep their costs so low because the material is so thin. It's cheap, you know? So if you plan to get anything from Fashion Nova, just be prepared with that in mind because that thing was super thin. Like, I just don't understand how I was. But my whole thing is, if I'm going to wear that outfit, most likely I'm going to have my bathing suit underneath it when I'm on vacation. So I don't care if you see my underwear, well, not my underwear, my bikini bottom or my bikini top. But for just walking down the street on an everyday type of thing, I'm going to be honest with you. I, like you, I'm pretty sure I've seen people do it because I see girls with the see-through tights all day, every day. For me, it's just a no. I'm not walking the streets like that. I'm not comfortable walking the streets like that. So it's just not going to happen for me. That's just not a thing for me. So that's the one drawback I have to it. But yeah, other than that, um, I just think you got to be really selective about the things that you pick from there and just be really simple. If you're looking for something super cheap that you really don't plan on putting into your closet, then yeah. If you're looking for staple items, that's not the place for you. You know, I just feel like the material is something like if you like the, the Netflix and chill set I got, I know that if I wash it once or twice, it's done for like it's disintegrating. There's nothing there. But my whole intention was to go ahead and find some cheap things to wear while I'm on vacation and I'm probably never going to wear again. For 70 bucks, I thought that it was a pretty good deal. So I'm probably going to have to see how I'm going to go about selling these clothes and what I'm going to do with it going forward because it's, I just think it's intense that now I'm stuck with store credit and in a sense, I also have to pay to go and ship it back. So that's just not looking good. But anyway, so we have the holiday season approaching us. Um, Thanksgiving is coming up and I just don't understand how time flew by this quickly. But we have Thanksgiving coming up and then right after Thanksgiving, we're going, I mean, I go on vacation. By the time I come back, it's Christmas time. So I'm super excited about that. But at the same time, I'm like, damn, 2018 is almost done. Like, I just feel like it flew by. It started. And before we could even get a sense of it, and just not even 2018, I just feel in general, there is no sense of timing. And this is something that I know I need to work on. And it could just be at times when you're not 1000% happy with just what you do on a daily basis. And that's not the only thing. But for me personally, I don't like my job. I don't hate it. I'm just not excited about it. 
I'm not miserable. I'm just not ecstatic to wake up in the morning and go to work. And I feel like that's one of the biggest issues that we just have in general. You know, we're not, there's not this excitement or this drive to go to work. And in doing that, you're constantly looking forward to the next day. And maybe it's just me, but Saturday and Sunday flies by for me. And then Sunday night comes and I'm already like, damn, I got to go to sleep and go to work tomorrow. Like I'm already thinking about, damn, it's Monday. The whole time it's Sunday. I'm like, tomorrow's Monday, tomorrow's Monday. And then Monday comes and I'm like, oh my gosh, when is it Friday? When is it Friday? And I keep doing this. And this is a pattern. Like I just keep trying to fly through Monday through Friday. And then the next thing I know, one week has passed, two weeks has passed, three weeks has passed, the whole month. And when I look back, I'm like, well, what did I do for the month? Like, what did you work on? What, what goal did you accomplish? And I have none. And it's because I sat there trying to rush through the week so quickly. And when you're doing that, time and life is just passing by. And so it's just difficult because at times I'm like, all right, well, everyone says if you have dreams, go out there and get it. And I, and it's not that I'm pessimistic. I just feel like at times I'm a realist. It's easy and and no knocking anyone who has just up and dropped everything and accomplished their goals and, you know, went after their dreams. That's amazing. But I feel like I'm in a situation where I have responsibilities. I have bills to pay that cannot go ignored. And on top of that, when you have parents who are immigrants into this country and they worked hard to provide for you, you don't want to have to, now that you're older and you are on your own, that you have to now keep going back to them, to dip in to their money for you. You know, I personally just don't feel comfortable having to say, you know what, you worked super hard to make it into this country and provide, you know, for me, but I'm gonna still need you to provide for me. I just, I can't do that. So because of that, I, I don't have a backup plan. My parents are not wealthy. I didn't come from a wealthy family where someone is giving me a mere $1 million to just go and pursue my dream. I don't have that. And if all else fails, I don't want to bankrupt them to support me or to take care of me. So it's, tough at times when you struggle with, all right, well, I have goals I want to accomplish. And people tell you, well, go after them. I can't. I can't just deplete all of my savings with the sole intention of just like going after what I want. And if it doesn't fail, I have no backup plan. It would be amazing to have a backup plan and say, you know what? This is my dream. If it doesn't work out, I still got 60K to you know, pay my bills and take care of myself for the next year or two. And that's probably lowballing it. You know, I have a car to pay for. Like you just have things to pay for. I can't just quit my job and say, this is what I want to do. So it's just tough when you get into that space because I find myself in that space a lot. And it's like, all right, well, I don't want to be at my job, but then I'm constantly looking towards the next day, the next day so that I'm I'm done with the week. Like I, I just need the week to pass by. And then it's like two, three months has flown. And it's like, man, like where has time gone? What have I done? At times I feel like I'm not living because mentally I'm drained. You sit somewhere nine to five and you're drained 
mentally because it's like the whole time you're looking at the clock like when can I go home I don't want to be here I'm ready to go home and then you go home and you're tired and I don't have kids but for some people they probably have kids to take care of um I usually have to cook dinner because I need to eat and you know next thing you know it's nine ten o'clock you sit down, you watch one of your shows on TV to relax yourself and bam, it's time to go to sleep again and do this all over again in the morning. And you get yourself in this rut and it's just hard to get out of it. And I'm, I just had to bring it up because I'm like, I know it's not just me. Everyone can sit here and post on their Instagram that they're having the best times of their lives. And that's probably one of the worst things about Instagram and not just even Instagram, social media, Twitter, Snapchat, all of that stuff, because people are only posting their highlight reels. You're only showing me your smiles, you shopping or your man doing all this and that, but no one knows what's happening behind the scenes. And so it gives this false sense of, well, I need to live up to this or why aren't I doing that? Or why am I this miserable and this person's having all this fun or whatever the case may be? And that's not the case. Like, it's never not. For me, one of the issues that I've always hated seeing on, well, not hated, but I envied, proper word, envied, seeing on social media is that I have a very small circle of friends, a very small. I've always envied girls who have like a whole click like a whole army it'd be like 15 girls if I had to go right now and say all right it's my bachelorette and I needed 15 girls I could not find 15 girls that I'm cool with four or five but I could not find 15 girls that I'm cool with so when I see people throwing girls trips and they're doing bride tribes and all of these things and it's like 15 people I'm like damn you know like I want to have a whole click like this because sometimes it's like like I want to I want to go on a girl's trip and the friends that I have have obligations some are married some have kids so yeah you can't just pick up and leave and be like yeah I'm gonna see you for two weeks or the financial situation is not the same as well so that just makes everything a little bit harder but I've envied seeing that on social media where people just seem to be having the best time of their lives. And I'm like, man, you must have a great job or, you know, you must you seem to be super happy. You posting all the amazing happy hours with your coworkers. My coworkers, I'm sorry, are boring. Like They just, you know, they're not boring. They're boring for me, for my type of fun. Let me correct that. They're boring for my type of fun and for what I'm looking for. Everyone's different, you know, but for my type of fun, it doesn't work. I am on a whole different type. Like I joke different, you know, and they joke different. So we just don't mesh in that way. We laugh together for like little, you know, how's the weekend? <laughs> did you catch this or did you catch that? And that's his that's as far as it goes. We really don't delve any deeper. I don't know if anyone has kids. I don't know if anyone's married. Unless you have a picture on your desk, I know nothing about you and they know nothing about me. And sometimes, let's be real, that's cool. You don't need your coworkers knowing everything about you and being in your business. So yeah, it's it's cool sometimes that you don't know anything about me and I don't know anything about you. We can keep it that way. That's cool. But it does help the day go by so much faster when you have someone to give you that that break, that mental break. Someone that you can kind of like walk on over to and crack like a joke with here or there. Like it's just 
it's cool to have that. So being that I don't have that at work, it makes my days so much longer. I'm just ready to just, I'm just, I just be ready to fly by because it's just, it's not for me. So it's just in a tough space now with me seeing that 2019 is coming to an end. And I just want to be able to say that I'm ready to, yeah, just with 2019 coming to an end, I'm just ready to see what, well, 2018 coming to an end. I'm just ready to see what 2019 has in store for me. I'm excited for hopefully me getting to a place where I can pursue my dreams as a hobby or find a way for me to to just be able to get to a space where I have the mental break that I need so that I'm not constantly looking for the day to end. I want to be able to savor all of the 24 hours that are in a day. I don't want it to rush past me, you know, and and not just me, anyone else who has that like issue, you shouldn't be rushing for your 24 hours to end. There's so much things that could be accomplished in 24 hours, so much things that could be done, so much people you can spend time with, so much people you can see, so much new hobbies to take, so much new places to go, so much new activities to take on, new ventures, whether it's going to back to school, getting your master's, getting your bachelor's, finishing your associate's, regardless, it's 24 hours. When you think about that, that's, in, that's a long time and it could be done. So for me, I don't really do resolutions because I find it hard for me to keep. I just like to set goals in life in general. So I'm hoping that for 2019, I'm able to enjoy and fully live out my 24 hours each and every day because not everyone gets that opportunity. Not everyone gets the chance. And I need to get out that funk. Like I need to stop being so hard on myself about things. Be grateful for the things that I don't consider to be blessings. Because yes, I do have what I would say is a good job. Um, I don't hate my job. Some people hate their job. I just don't like what I do. I don't like... I don't like my nine to five, but I don't hate it. I don't have um, a manager that's on top of me 24 hours a day, seven days a week. I have the autonomy to work at my own pace and take on projects and challenges that I want to, when I want to, and how I want to. So that's just a blessing. I even have the blessing of being able to work from home, which a lot of people don't get. So those are just all perks that I just need to keep in my mind. Hopefully you guys have some new challenges and things that you want to take on for 2019 and we're not doing resolutions, just something you're challenging yourself to for 2019, for the new year. Um, With Thanksgiving coming up, I'm hoping everyone has an amazing Thanksgiving. I know you're going to run into family members you don't want to see. You're going to run into friends you don't want to see, people you can't stand. Trust me, I'm going to pray before I go to that Thanksgiving dinner. I said I was going to bring some headphones so I could block people out. But then I just feel like that's just antagonizing people and giving them the the opportunity to say something to me. So what I'm going to do is just honestly, I'm downloading some games on my cell phone. I'm going to be playing some games. I'm just ready. Like I'm going in there prepared, not for battle, but to ignore ignore like they have never been ignored before like you know 
get cute for myself. Don't want to deal with the questions. Don't want to deal with the stares. You know, I'm just going to be doing my own thing and not even worry about it. So hopefully everyone enjoys the Thanksgiving. I definitely hope there's some good food that's going to be there. I'm planning to have some food to take home and enjoy guys. Make sure, okay, for all my people out there, all my Haitians, okay, it's not Thanksgiving today. It's not Thanksgiving if you don't have no cremas. If there is no cremas on that Thanksgiving table, I lock at you. Go home. Go home. Because it ain't real. That means they didn't set it up, all right? This is, that's a bootleg Thanksgiving. You need the cremas. Make sure the cremas is there. And if it's not there, find your way to make some ghetto cremas. I, tr- oh, I tried to make cremas. I bought that Turkey Hill eggnog and I threw some henny in there. Guys, I was on the floor and I had a stomachache. I don't know what I was thinking. It was a bad mix. So you can have cremas and you can have henny. Cremas and henny. Not cremas in the henny. It did not work out for me. So let me know how everyone's Thanksgiving went. Don't forget, send me your feedback at cremasandhenny at gmail.com. I want to know how everyone's Thanksgiving went. I want to know what is it that you are, what way you're going to challenge yourself for 2019. Check out the Instagram, cremasandhenny as well. Let me know what you guys think. I'm still working on it. I'm not too amazing with the Instagram. So it's a work in progress. Hopefully I'll find someone to help me manage the account, but check me out. Let me know what you guys think. As always, it's a great time and I can't wait to see you guys again. It's Kremas and Henny with E. Bye.